KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice of Villanova School of Business. We talk jobless claims, we talk housing, and we talk what's going on down the shore. Give a listen. Let's start initial claims for jobless benefits. Uh, last week, 444000 We are getting close we're getting into the neighborhood of numbers for this statistic that uh, could almost be mistaken for pre-pandemic no oh absolutely matt it's a good day when you see numbers like that and especially even after the revision of last week up a few thousand we're down thirty-four thousand um in claim which is the size of a small city in america so think about that if we can chop that number each week by 30,000, sure, we'll be even better than we were when the pandemic started. I think there's a there's you know a lot of things, reasons why there's still 444,000 people. We've talked about it last week. Wages are still low. So there's a factor. People don't have the child care to take care of their children. Uh, so there's still some of that out there, too. And I'm, that's why the numbers are in the 444,000 range, Matt. And we've got this weird dichotomy, and we've talked about this the last few weeks. We've got the jobless claims, but then we've got so many places looking for workers. I mean, I think I said this to you last week, the main street, two towns over, I drive down it. Everybody's got a sign out. Everybody's will interview on the spot. $500 bonus, $75 if you're vaccinated. This is really extraordinary what we're seeing for some of these uh, entry-level lower-wage jobs that uh, we're seeing the sea rise for them a little bit. Oh, we are. A lot of it's due to wages. Also, we could throw the pandemic back into the mix and say not everybody's 100 percent comfortable going out. And if you if senior citizens are looking to go back out and get part time jobs like they did before, they know that they're the most vulnerable of all the age groups. And then you also have the younger people. I know a lot of municipalities are having problems getting uh, summer camp help, they call it, you know, to run their summer camps because of the risk of only paying, let's say, nine to $10 an hour. That's not a lot of money. I realize it's only a five or six week gig that they have, but there are some issues with, with wages. We've talked about that at length, I think. I saw an interesting number. I don't quite understand it. I'm hoping you can explain it to me, but it, the article said this was a very good thing. The U.S. Composite Purchasing Managers Index, it rose to a record high this month, a shade over 68, and they seem to indicate that kind of was a, a blinking light, that uh, things are, are ready to, to go in a really good direction, no? Yes, that's correct, Matt. The index is a range from zero to 100. So if you're at 50, they're considering that to be no change in your economy. If you're below 50, they call that a contraction in your economy. And as you said, we're in the upper 60s. And they take a look at over 400 companies in the United States, a survey looking at the economic health of manufacturing and the service sectors. And it's starting to rise the past few months, which is a good sign. We've talked a lot about homes. Uh, Sales of existing homes dropped in April from March. The supply for homes uh, at the end of the month of April was down 20 percent. There's just the the market is just completely it's red hot here for people looking to buy. No, 
it is red hot. There's there's a, a big demand and a low supply, not just here, but all the short points is too. As we've pointed out in previous podcasts, you have people who, who are looking to buy a second home and the market has skyrocketed, not just here in the Philadelphia area, but in New Jersey, Delaware, and all the beach areas. It's really hard to get to get affordable housing anymore. You were mentioning to me off the air uh, about the, the, some of the things about the local economies uh, rating well. Oh, they are. Uh, Pennsylvania is the sixth largest economy in the, in the United States. New Jersey's number four, uh, number nine, excuse me. If we combine number six and number nine, PA and New Jersey, we are actually the fourth largest economy in the country. This is why we need to do well. We need to, we need to have um, everybody go out there and spend their money. That's, that's what the economics is all about and GDP. But do it in, obviously, a manner that's safe. You want to be able to still be respectful of others. Uh, I think the economy is going to pop again. Uh, we're going to see it again the end of May. I think it's coming next week, Matt. What are you – Yeah, as we prepare for Memorial Day, what are you hearing from people uh, close to the shore, uh, You know, people that – like kind of look towards the Memorial Day weekend as a, a key indicator of where they're going to go. I would imagine uh, there's a lot of optimism, no? There is, and it seems like the the summer season starts earlier and earlier. I talked to at least four realtors this week, all down in the Ocean City, Strathmere, Avalon, uh, Stone Harbor area, and they're telling me that Mother's Day weekend actually started to really, really pick up because the weather was fairly good. This weekend's going to pick up more. They say they hardly have anything left to rent. Uh, you've got some people that uh, that have maybe some of the bed and breakfast places, but everything else is about 80% to 90% rented already. So people lost out last year on the rental income, and this year uh, they're able to charge a little bit more, and people are willing to pay because they were cooped up last year. People feel a little safer than they did last year when you and I were doing these podcasts. And safe to say if you have a, a business that depends on tourism down the shore. If you were able to make it through last year and, and keep your head above water, you're probably going to be richly rewarded this year. You will be. You may not have the staffing that you'd like to have, um, but if you were able to, to get through last year, you're going to come back and hopefully this year even stronger. Uh, I do notice that the building permits in some of the towns down in the, the shore points have increased from last year. Not only the building permits, but also the number of businesses that want to open up on boardwalks and even inland a little bit more, whether it's just three days, four days a week, uh, you're seeing a lot more activity than you did last year and even the year before when we didn't even have a pandemic. And you mentioned the staffing thing. Could that be a little bit of an anchor on the shore economies that uh- you know, just like we talked about other places struggling to find workers, these places might have the demand, but they just might not be able to get to full capacity because they can't find enough people to staff up. Well, that's true. And and if uh, we have to go back to when the pandemic started and and then look through last summer and fall, some people did not go back to school, whether it was community college or whether it was it was university, it took a year off. So those students that would normally be working at the short points are now going to be taking summer classes and may not have the time to go and get a summer job at the shore. So there's some students at all of our large universities in the tri-state area who are trying to play catch up, if you will, with their coursework because 
for various reasons. The parents may have said, well, I don't want you to go take your Zoom classes for the same amount of money than if you were in class. You're not getting that experience. And also for safety reasons, too. So a lot of the shore points are still looking for for a lot of help down there. And could we see a wage increase in the summer jobs down the shore? You know, maybe if 10 or 11 is not getting it done, 13, 14, 15? I think you are going to see it. You'll see it this year, and I bet you're going to see it next year. It's going to become commonplace because who's setting the tone for this? It's it's the the consumers, you and I. If we don't want to get a job at a certain price, we're going to hold out. It's like it's like playing a game of chess or checkers. You know, we're not going to go get that job unless we see the amount of money that's going to that's going to fit our budget because of travel, cost, rent, everything else that's involved. $9 doesn't cut it anymore, unfortunately. What are some other things you're keeping an eye on here as we uh, start to wind down the month of May? So I'm, I'm taking a look at, at inflation to see if we're going to uh, see increases in consumer prices. And I don't want everyone to get upset at me. A little bit of inflation is good, <laughs> meaning I like to see my home values go up inflation. I like to see my other assets go up. You know, maybe my wife's engagement ring. <laughs> things are like like those kinds of things. You want to see some of those kinds of things go up in value. Obviously, we don't want to see um, it skyrocket, but a little bit of inflation is good. It means that the economy is heating up a little bit. I still think the Federal Reserve is going to be coming up with something this summer when it comes to trying to keep inflation down. They, got, they still have a few more um, tricks up their sleeve. So we're going to pay attention to what's happening in the next month to the Federal Reserve. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.